Hey yo, it's Mark Drew. What it do? You're now tuning into Inside the Northside Podcast. Let's get it. What's up, guys? Welcome to Inside the Northside Podcast with your host, who has the most from the third coast. And as I said, welcome back. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a dolo, ugh, since I've done a solo episode. Um, the last time I put one out was last month, the beginning of March. Um, I was supposed to put one out like two weeks ago, and please ignore the dog barking. He wasn't barking before I recorded. And now he wants to bark now that I am recording. Fucking, fucking annoying. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so I I was supposed to put one out about two weeks ago. But I really wasn't feeling it. Some stuff have happened. I mean, had happened. And uh, I had just started a new job. So I was just like, hey, let me give me a break. And let me just chill. And it'll be fine. If I miss one episode, it's cool. It's not like... You know, I know I do usually 20 episodes a season, but it's fine if I miss one or two. You know, it's not really going to, you're not really going to care. Especially if it's like a solo. I don't think it matters. I only have like, what, two more months to go? So, yeah, roughly almost two and a half months. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to be back. A lot of stuff has happened within the past March and I guess this is April. Um... So the first thing, first couple things that happened in March, uh, I did the two Utes episode with uh, with my podcast twin Whiskey Jane. That was really fun. Got to kick it a little bit, talk before the show, talk after the show, you know, and stuff like that. I had a really good time on his show. Um, so if you guys want to check out that episode, go ahead and go to the two Utes. Um, on Spotify, on Apple Music, wherever you listen, and check out that episode. Um, Jaime's got a really good uh, lined up. He has a really <laughs> can't fucking talk for shit. He has really good guests lined up on his podcast. Um, he's had his cousin, who is uh, one of the co-hosts on his podcast, uh, Mr. Lou, who's also a musician, put out uh, an album or two. Uh, he's had some really good guests, um, so I'm glad to be part of that lineup. Um, and of course, my hundredth episode happened uh, in March. I'm very excited about that. Yes, thank you, thank you for the applause, all late and shit. So, actually, two milestones have happened. So, it is my hundredth episode, which was last month, and this past. I think it was last week, the 12th, was the two and a half year mark of me doing the podcast. So, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. Uh, that's a milestone in itself that uh, I've been doing it for this long. Um, yeah, I'm very excited that I'm very happy that I'm, I'm still doing this. So, so yeah, uh, but honestly, like I said, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, I did my episode, my 100th episode with, uh, the Cam Boys, Camera Cult, who are good friends of mine, 
Um, I was very happy and very excited for them to come on the podcast. We shoot the sh- we shot the shit. And I-, I do not know how to speak, don't I? <laughs> I keep mumbling words and mixing words and shit like that. I don't know if it's just me or something. I don't know, but I know I do it a lot. So I think I need to slow down a little bit and just, I guess, pronounce my words. I don't know. I- even when I slow down, I still mess up words. I don't know. I notice that a lot. Anywho, um, but yeah, Ricky and David and Skylar came on again, and we had a good time. We shot the shit. We talked about music. We talked about their upcoming projects, what they have up, you know, uh, in store for for everybody and for the band and stuff like that. So it was really fun talking to them. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it was it's pretty cool. Pretty cool what they're doing. And I'm very excited for what they have in store. So, after that, uh, I had a party for my 100th episode. I invited a bunch of people, a lot of people who are mainly a part of the podcast, who've been on the podcast, who've done things for the podcast. And uh, nobody really showed up other than maybe a couple of people. Um, Stephanie's mom and dad, who are going to support me no matter what, her and uncle, uh, who has been on the show before, Uncle Chris, he's a supporter, so uh, I'm glad he showed up, uh, Stacy and her boyfriend showed up, now Stacy doesn't really listen to podcasts or listen to my podcast, but she showed up, and um, she's a good friend, so I, I thank her for that support, um, my friend Kevin showed up, he doesn't really listen to the podcast either, not that I know of, but... Uh, he came in support after after he went to a show, so I mean, that's cool, and um, yeah, and then after that, Edwin and his girlfriend came by, so um, that was really it, I, I invited a lot of people, and a lot of people kind of gave me thumbs up, said they tried to make it, said they would go, and then they never showed up, and uh, yeah, that kind of bummed me out, because I'm like, damn, I wanted to hang out with these people, I wanted to, um, celebrate this moment, this special moment of mine, with people who I've celebrated little moments with on the podcast, but they never came through, and I get some people are busy, I get some people, um, last minute things, or just they didn't really want to come at all, um, that's cool, but like I said, nobody, (laughs) nobody said anything, so, I mean, ultimately, we still had a good time. You know, I, I had reserved the upstairs. Well, and that's the whole thing, too. Um, I had my little thingy, my little party at a social beer garden, which is in Midtown. I had reserved the upstairs, which is like a little game room. But they have TVs, a pool table, and all this and that. I reserved that. And... Uh, I had to call several times. I'm like, hey, I didn't get my notification that this is reserved. And then when we got there, I told them, hey, I have this room reserved. I have upstairs reserved. Oh, okay. Um, and usually when they have places like that reserved, they put like a sign to let people know, hey, this is reserved. You can't really come up here unless you're part of that party. Well, that didn't happen for me. The guy goes up there, he cleans the tables, and I'm like, you're not going to like put the sign down? He's like, no, nah, it's a slow night. Nobody should come up here anyways. So I was like, okay, well, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, nobody came up there. 
<laughs> as a as a like a little server, like, hey, you know, I know you have a party, you're out to do blah blah blah. Nobody came up for that. So we were just kind of like sitting there. <laughs> was expecting more people, like I said. Nobody really showed up. And then all of a sudden, like, it got really crowded up there. I guess a lot more people because we had brought like this little boom box and we start just started playing music. And more people came up there. And more people were playing darts and ping pong and pool and this and this and that. And uh, I think they really stayed up there for the music. Because the music they had downstairs was kind of like house, techno, EDM kind of stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, that's cool. But it's like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta read the room. So I was ultimately the DJ and I played a pretty good mix of different things. A lot of people, I guess, stayed for the music, really, to be honest. But um, after that, we left, and yeah, I was just, like, kind of sad because nobody really showed up. And then when I saw these people who were invited, not once did they even, like, say, hey, I'm sorry I didn't make it, and this and this and that. So it's like, all right, duly noted, I won't invite you anything to anything else anymore. So... That was that. But, I mean, I did have a lot of cool things happen. I went to a couple concerts within this time span from the last solo episode to now. I got to see one of my favorite bands of all time, Reliant K. Um, It was a really weird show. And I'm not saying weird because weird things happened. Well, just the people that were there, it was a really weird mix of, like... People who listen to Reliant K, which is the main group, you know, but it's like people that used to go to church, that don't go to church anymore, people that do go to church, and like people in the middle who are like, just like, I'm just a fan of, you know, of the band, not knowing that they're like Christian or whatever, because I don't really think they talk about it anymore. Um, But yeah, it was just like really weird. (laughs) It was... And, like, the band came on, and I had a really good time, but it's, like, one half of the group in the building was, like, having fun and singing, this and that, and the other group is just, like, standing there with their arms crossed, and it's, like, we get it. We, you've seen this band, like, ten times at Warp Tour and whatever, you know. But it's, like, hey, come on, have a good time, you know. They haven't toured in, like, five years, so it's, like, you know, they're, they're just starting over again, pretty much. And, uh, honestly, I was kind of... I wasn't let down, but, like, you know when you, you know when you, like, go somewhere and you eat, like, a good burger, or you eat, you eat a burger that everyone, like, hypes up, and you eat it and you're like, "Mm, it was good, I mean, I would, you know, I would, I wouldn't come back here again and spend more money than I did, but it was good, you know, kind of like the equivalent of, like, us going to, like, In-N-Out, you know, it's good when it's there. You know, but it's like, do I want to continue to keep coming here? Mm, no. So I was, it was kind of like a bittersweet thing where it's like, yeah, I got to see some of my favorite, I got to see my favorite band, and I got to see some of the favorite songs that I liked from them. But it was kind of like, it was like the tail end of their career where it's like, I wish I would have caught you guys like ten years ago, um, but I didn't really. I mean, I did go to shows and stuff like that when I was, like, 18, but it was a really weird time for me growing up. Anyways, uh, who else did I go see? So, I went to go see 
the show that I was hyping up, well, both shows that I was hyping up for the past, what, month? Um, the show with Mark Drew, Rocky Banks, Nico, and Jet. The concert was great. Shout out to all four of them. Shout out to Russell and Flight Concerts. Shout out to Satellite Bar. I had a really good time. Shout out to my friend Ben, who came. Uh, I invited him. I didn't think he was going to show up, but he did. Um, he just had a really good time talking. Had a really good time watching these guys perform and just vibing out with them. Mark did his thing. Rocky did his thing. Jet did her thing. And Nico killed it. They all killed it. But Nico killed it at the end. It was just like that little cherry on top. And it was cool that I got to sit and talk with them before the show, before everybody came, because I got there really early. So I got to sit with each and every one of them and talk and give them some stickers. I still have some more merch I want to give them, but um, just to see how they're doing and stuff like that. So And then talk to Russell, too, who put everything together. Um, but, yeah, I, I had a really good time at the show. They all did a, a great job. Uh, on their performance and i'm very excited to see what happens next for them and hopefully i can go check them out and keep tabs on what they're doing and stuff like that i know i told each and every one of them that they'll be back on the show so hopefully um when mark drops something or rocky drops something we'll have them on again we'll talk a little bit more than we did last time give them more uh opportunity to talk about themselves and stuff like that and all that so and then i got to Go to the uh, the latest show that I went to. Well, the one I was promoting, which was Camera Colts show with Uncle Tino and Renas. So not Arenas, but Renas R N R I N A S. That was at uh, White Oak, and they all performed very well too. They did a really great job, outstanding job. Uh, that was my first time seeing Renas and. Uncle Tino performed. Both of them did a really good job. Uncle Tino killed it. I mean, the dude does a phenomenal job being a um, just a lead man, and just him and his backup band were just great. Uncle Tino can put on a show. Very great. Um, you know his music and just how they how they, everybody formed and everybody was just like you know on spot on point. And then, of course, Ricky and the guys did their thing, and it was pretty cool. I was watching them, and uh, I kind of was like, I smiled, like like physically smiled, but I also smiled inside, because I was like, these guys are on to something, these guys are going to get big, and good things are going to happen for them, and I'm very excited for them, you know, they're, they're my friends, I consider them friends. And, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just ready to see what happens, you know, and I'm, I'm ready for the ride. And two, it's like, Hey, look, I've had these guys on my podcast and I can always call on them like, Hey, you guys want to come on and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I was like, I'm very excited for all of them to see what, what happens to them this year and where, where it takes them, their music and all that. Uh, and then of course I got to see one of those uh, one of the bands that I've been wanting to see for like the longest time, the Chats. Um, my God, that show was so fucking amazing at uh, House of Blues. I know everybody's kind of just like probably like oh, I already turned it off by this point um, that I'm talking about music. 
But this is my solo, so I'm just talking about what happened in my life this past, what, almost like month and a half, I guess. No, just like month. Almost a full month. Or a month and a half, I guess. Um, yeah, there was the chats, uh, Thick and Mean Jeans. Great show. If you guys saw my stories, you saw that I was headbanging. I was just having a good time. It took a lot of videos and... I just had a really good time. I know it was probably annoying spamming people, but um, I'm just showing people, hey, look, I'm having a good time. I want you to enjoy it because it's like, you know, not a lot of people know who that band is or not a lot of people know that music. And it's like, hey, this is an opportunity for you to check out this band or whatever. So I've been I've been going to shows and I have a couple more shows that I want to go to, but uh, we'll see what happens so the last time that I did a solo episode, I was currently working at Goodwill. Uh, <laughs> it was like, it was really weird. I mean, not really weird how it happened, but like it was kind of unfortunate, I guess, and kind of like a last minute thing for them. So I had uh, requested a couple days off, and this was during like spring break time. So Josh and Juan were going to come by, and we were going to have a good weekend, and we were just going to have a good time. Um, ultimately, they didn't come because of things, you know, that could have been prevented or could have been planned for. Um, but, you know, you know how that goes. So anyways, um, that Wednesday before I was supposed to go on my vacation or whatever, um, my supervisor called me and was like, hey, just letting you know, we're going to let you go after today. We're doing cutbacks, and since you're a temp, you're the first to go. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You guys could have like told me like two weeks ago, so I could have been prepared. Um, but I was like, all right, well, I finished the route, and I said, fuck you to Goodwill, <laughs> and left. And then from there... Uh, I was just, I was off for like a good, almost two weeks, so I didn't really do anything at all for like a good two weeks, maybe almost three weeks. I did a couple of small jobs here and there, um, uh, with the temp agency, um, which I was happy with, because it's like, okay, I'm doing like three days of work, and then I have the rest of these days off, and I can just chill, whatever. I know the pay is not, it's very small, and I don't get that much money. But it's like I can finally relax. I was working for Goodwill for like eight months, and just I needed I needed some time off, man, because it was just like working crazy schedule, you know, not schedule, but working crazy schedules, and you know, just it was crazy. So it was really well deserved for me to take off that time. And now I'm at a new job, and uh, I like it so far. It's pretty easy. I don't really have to do much. I'm just driving, delivering, and that's it. Um, there are some hiccups here and there that I'm noticing within the company, but it's it's whatever, man. You know, it's whatever. Just as long as like, <laughs> as long as I do my job, I'm okay. I'm not I'm not worried about it. As long as I get paid, I'm not worried about it. Just tell me what to do. Tell me where to go. I deliver it. That's it. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried right now. I just need to find something stable right now so I can start making some money, so I can save up and this and this and that. 
because those three weeks kind of hit my pocket a little bit because I was spending and this and that and paying for this and paying for that. So, um, yeah, I needed to I needed to have some money in my, my pocket. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care, you know. But I like this job. It's pretty cool. It's pretty chill. It's a really small company. Um, they deal with stainless steel and, and shit like that and they delivered all around the city as far as like Beaumont and Conroe and um I don't know where else but <laughs> it's just like north and south so far as I know but um yeah I mean it's pretty cool it's pretty cool I'm not gonna not gonna complain about that job it's like five minutes away from my apartment so that's a cool um I'm off on weekends, so I'm finally excited that I'm off on weekends, and uh, I can <laughs> I can relax and chill for a little bit. It does kind of suck because, like, with goodwill, I could work like six days straight and then have like a day off, and then go back to like working like four days and have a day off. So, um, I don't miss that, but I do miss the pay. The pay was really good because, like, I would make at least maybe eleven or twelve hundred a week. Now it's a little bit different, but um, I think it's 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 for nine. It's fine for now, not for nine, but it's fine for now. So we'll see where this leads us, and hopefully, um, I'm not <laughs> at another job by the time I do another solo, which is going to be a while from now. I think the next time I do a solo episode is going to be in in June, actually. So. You guys might, I mean, you will hear from me, but you won't hear from me what's going on in my life um, as a solo episode for another, like, almost a month. So I have some stuff planned for May, and I'm very excited for that. And June is going to be a really good episode, too, so um, get ready for the next, I can say, two and a half months. I'm only doing, like, two episodes in July, but um, yeah, two months two full months and then two episodes in July and then after that I take my break like I do during the summer and then get back at it so anyways uh, what else was I talking about I have like a whole list of shit that's happened Uh, so I had this weird drama situation going on with me so um, as a CDL driver I'm supposed to go and do like a checkup like once a year for our our DOT medical card because we are all supposed to have a medical card. So we go to like a like a like a like a doctor's office or whatever to do like a a physical. And um, about what eight months ago, maybe a little bit more, um, I did a physical. And, like, you're supposed to check off things that, like, are okay or things or whatever. So, I put, you know, me being honest person, is like, I put, I snore. And I put some other things, too. I put, like, yeah, I get stressed out. And, yes, I do this. And you do that. Because I'm being honest as, you know, I don't want to lie. So, I talked to the doctor and he was like, oh, you snore? Okay, well, you know, I'm only going to give you six months. And then you have, to, you have to do a sleep apnea test during that time. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to do a sleep apnea test. I'm, I don't, what the fuck? So I, I put it off. To be honest, I put it off. So then when it comes time for me to do it again and renew it, 
I go, and the doctor was like, oh, I went to a different doctor in a different place. It's the same little company, but it's a, it was different. It was open on Saturdays. Um, so I needed to hurry up and do this thing because I had another situation going on. And um, the doctor was like, oh, you didn't do your sleep apnea test. I was like, yeah, I didn't do it because I didn't want to because I don't need to. I don't snore like, like you know, I'm going to kill myself. I just, you know, I snore like that. And the doctor's like, okay, I don't care. So he's like, two months. I'm like, what the fuck? So um, with my job or the temp agency that I worked through, um, they were like, they had a giant, a, a giant, see, I go fucking up again. They had a job lined up for me. And it was working at this company that delivers dog food. would have been pretty easy to off on weekends. Um, the drive would have been a little far for me, which is like Jersey Village, but it's like, okay, whatever. And it's funny because I, I dealt with this company before, and they were looking to hire me, but I guess something fell flat, whatever. So uh, they were going to see if they could hire me through that company, and that company was kind of dragging their feet because they were like, they noticed, oh, he only has two months on his medical card. Why? So I told them what happened, and they told the company, and the company was like, uh, we don't know. So I'm, like, sitting here just, like, waiting for them to, like, say yes or say no. And they're, like I said, the other company was dragging their feet. So ultimately, I didn't, I know I didn't get that job. Because they were like, oh, they don't want to hire you because it's slow and this and that. And I'm like, that's, like, the perfect time to hire somebody. So that way they get used to whatever, the how the job works. But I'm like, whatever, fuck this. But ultimately, it led me to that job where it's just like, hey, it's cool. Because it's like, when one door closes, another one opens. And, like I said, the job is, like, literally, like, five minutes away from me. So, I'm like, okay, this is a win-win. Don't worry about it. And, um, so, yeah, they're like, well, you're supposed to do it. I mean, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to do no sleep apnea test. It's, like, for what? You know? And they're like, well, it's very serious and this and this and that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know? they they'll They'll pass people who are, like, way bigger than me and they know they have health issues but they'll give them like a full year a full two years and it's like well thanks they're like oh you just need to lose weight and then like here you go here's two years and i'm like what the fuck dude <laughs> this makes no fucking sense so i'm probably just gonna get my my card somewhere else and just get a different opinion for somebody so i can get i can get that full year at least like i don't have to deal with this shit again but We'll see about that. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, yeah, so some people have passed away um, during this time. So everybody knows that um, Taylor Hawkins died. Uh, that really crushed me and devastated me because I'm a huge fan of the Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters. And I saw them uh, in 2019... Um, and it, and what was it, when was it, April, April 18th, 2019, and, um, or was it 19th, I think it was the 19th, and, man, that was just a great experience, I didn't take any pictures, I didn't take any photos, which I kind of regret now, but I wanted to live in that moment, even though it was on the lawn, 
I wanted to live in that moment and be like, I remember this. I don't remember what the fuck happened, but I know that I was there. And I heard, you know, the Foo Fighters play some of my favorite songs, and it just, I was, it was awesome. It was an awesome time. So when I heard that Taylor Hawkins passed away, it, it really crushed me because I was like, damn, man, it sucks. It, the dude was like integral part of the band. Like he was, you know, the Foo Fighters. You know, besides Dave. And it, it crushed me. And then it, it crushed me even more because I found out a friend of mine um, passed away. Uh, he was dealing with a long battle of cancer, which I didn't know he had cancer. Um, he never... I, I guess when you're a kid, you don't really, like, notice that. Like, I met him in high school. He was a high school friend of mine. His name was Freddie. And, um, I didn't, I didn't notice anything different with him. I didn't. Up until we graduated and I noticed, like, he had cancer and I was like, oh, crap. He did chemo, he lost all his hair, you know, and and stuff like that. And it grew back, of course. He had beaten it, came back again, he had beaten it again. He had four battles with cancer and the last one that he had, he didn't, he lost it. Which really sucked because I didn't know that his cancer came back. And um, it, it kind of was like a, a something out of left field for me too. Because we, we talk. I mean, I was not like talking to him every day. But like we would talk every once in a while. You know, I would comment on something he posted. And we talked for a little bit. And I'm pretty sure I remember him saying that he listened to the podcast. And... You know, we talked about him coming on, and we were going to talk about this, and we are going to talk about that. You know, he was a really cool guy in high school. You know, we really connected over music. He liked that I played guitar, and he played guitar too. And we were going to form a band, as you do in high school. And we never got to it, but, you know, things happened. But I always kept, like, in contact with Freddie. And, uh, yeah, that, that hurt me too, that he, he passed away of cancer, because it's like, damn, man, it's like, very young, he had just turned 28, and, you know, and it it really sucked, because it was like, damn, man, I, I wish I would have known that, like, something was, was going on with him, because I wish I could have talked to him a little bit more, and then try to have him on the podcast, so then, you know, but, as a missed opportunity, as I always do, I forget things, or things just happen, or I plan and never, you know, remember who I wanted to have on, and I missed an opportunity to have a, a cool person on here who has, who had a great story, you know, and just things that he was dealing with, but, uh, yeah, man, it really sucked, I know a lot of people I went to school with knew him too, so I asked his, his wife, you know, when the, the viewing was, and when the funeral was, and I was gonna go, but as things happen, um, I had to work, and it really crushed me, because I was like, I could have made it to the viewing, which was on Monday, but I I had to do an episode with somebody, and um, it really sucked, because I wanted to make it, and then I was, like, I was like, okay, fine, I'll go to the funeral, you know, it'll be easier that way, um, I didn't get to make it to the funeral either. And then I didn't know that it was live streamed, so that makes it even worse, because I was like, I could have at least watched it, 
Um, but that didn't happen. So I feel really bad. But maybe there was a reason why that it prevented me from not going. I don't know. But things happen for a reason. You, I don't. I can't explain it. So, uh, but yeah, it really sucked. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find. Um, I need to go to like the funeral, I guess, place, the and and find out where he's buried so I can pay my respects and bring him some flowers, and you know, and just sit with him for a little bit. I haven't. It's funny because well, that's not funny, but it's it's a coincidence that he's buried. Where another friend of mine is buried, and where Stephanie's grandfather is buried. So, um, it literally had been like what a couple of weeks, I think. After, no, it'd been like maybe like a month or two after, um, her grandpa passed away. So, it was like, oh, well, here, I'm gonna go back here again. <laughs> but, but yeah, I need to go do that. I need to go pay respects to him and go pay respects to my friend Santiago who I haven't seen in like eight years he's buried there as well and I, I, I forgot where he was buried but I need to go one of these days when I'm not busy on a weekend and just pay my respects because you know it's just that's, that's that's the best I can do so so uh, I, want to, I want to talk a little bit about what ha- not what happened in March, but like, I guess a review of March's episodes. So, I did my solo episode, which is pretty cool. I did my episode with Chemical. I did my my episode with um, Gio Ramos of uh, Tarasco Topical. He's a artist out of San Antonio. I was going to say Houston. He's an artist out of San Antonio. He's a really cool guy. Um, I found out about him through another podcast. And, um, I followed his page and I was like, I like his stuff. He's, um, collaborated with Giovanni, not Giovanni, <clears throat> what the fuck? He's, co- he's collaborated with Sivani Quintanilla, who has, who I've had on the show. Um, he's also collaborated with, uh, Gio Chamba. I guess that's what I'm going to say, Giovanni, uh, Ch- Gio Chamba and Coffee. So, um, he knows people that I know of and, you know. Um, so I checked them out. I was like, hey, let's do an episode together. And uh, it was pretty cool. I had a really good time. He was high. I wasn't. So, like, I wasn't on that level with him. But we had a really good time. And he's a really interesting person. And he had a really good story. So I, it, I had a pleasure sitting down with Gio and just having a good time. Hopefully, one of these days, I can go to San Antonio and go hang out with him and just have a good time and just, you know, chat it up. Of course, I did my uh, my topic episode, which was eleven songs that I uh, wanted played at my funeral. I did that as a as a tribute, I guess, to uh, my friend Jose and Punk Bugs uh, podcast, which is called um, "Songs to Save Your Life." Uh, I am a, am a listener and a follower of that podcast. You know, I'm friends with Jose as well and Punk Bug. So I wanted to do something similar to that. And I know Punk Bug did an episode talking about songs he once played at his funeral. So I was like, okay, well, I want to do my own twist to it. And I did 11 songs. I explained why. um, Different types of genres and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I didn't really get a good... I didn't get a really good response from that. 
but um, what was it? I did have some people kind of message me like, "Hey, I liked your episode. It touched me, and it you know like and this and this and that." And I was like, "Okay, that's cool. Hey, I appreciate that you listened to it. I didn't really think anybody would care." Um. Because it wasn't really just me talking, it was just music. And it's weird because, and I'm not bashing listeners or followers or whatever, but it seems to me that, like, whenever it comes to music, people kind of just, like, turn it off. And it's like, I don't know why, and I've talked to Jose about that, where it's like, people won't listen to an episode that's about music, but they love music. But I guess it's not the music that they listen to, which is... I guess predominantly on the radio, you know, hundred art, the hundred top t- top ten, top hundred artists, you know, the weekend, Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, um, all these other fucking people and shit like that, Harry Styles and shit like that. So if it's not that, they're gonna turn it off because I feel like a lot of people are not open minded to different music. So if it's something they've never heard of, they kind of just turn off the episode and, you know, and shit like that. Um, me and Jose have both said it, that <laughs> we're not, I mean, we're music snobs, but, you know, we we just want people to listen to good music and know, like, hey, there's good music out here other than the shit you hear on the radio and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't get, get, I didn't get a really good reception. So it's like, okay, well... Maybe people just don't like the music that I picked. I don't know. But it's like, hey, man, this is music I want played at my funeral, so who fucking cares? What else? Uh, I did an episode with Chris from the Kickback Podcast LA and also Kicking Back with Chris, the hot corner. Uh, I had a fun time talking with Chris. We had a really good time. We shot the shit before the episode, we shot the shit during the episode, and after, we talked about some stuff, and yeah, man, I just had a good time sitting with him, I like talking to Chris, I like listening to his podcast, if you guys kind of want to hear something similar to like what I do, and what Whiskey J does, and what, you know, other people do, um, check out the Kickback LA podcast, it's... um, Chris with his friends Louie, Abe, Jesse, and, um, you know, they just, they talk about their lives, what's going on, you know, and, and shit like that, and it's really funny, some of these guys will kill me with laughter, I'm dying on the road when I'm driving listening to these episodes, and it, I, I just have a good time talking about it and listening to them, so I, if you guys, you can, here we go, I can't talk. If you can, guys, please go check out Chris's podcast. You know, he also likes talking about sports as well. So he, if you want to check out the Hot Corner, you can. Um, kicking back with Chris, he's had a lot of great guests on there as well. I've been a guest on there, so if you want to go check out that episode as well, go ahead and do that. And of course, I did my my pat. Oh, my last two episodes, I've had special musical artists. Which were, of course, Rocky, and of course, you know, um, what was I going to say? Rocky, Mark, Nico, and Jet. Very good episode. Got a lot of good reception from from their episodes. And then, of course, I did an episode with Gammy Gons. 
another local Houston artist. Um, it was really cool. It's really cool sitting down and talking to these to these artists and musicians and stuff like that. You know, I call them musicians because they do music. <laughs> you know, a lot of people were like, they just rap. They're not real. And I'm like, dude, it's don't knock them because I can't rap. I can't rap for shit. You know, but they can. And it's a it's an art style. You know, it's the same way with with me. I play guitar. They probably can't play guitar. But it's respect. It's like, all right, I appreciate I respect what you do and they respect what I do. And, you know, it, I love sitting down with musicians and just talking and picking their brain and just talking about music. It's fun. And each episode was different. I didn't, I wanted to do kind of like a, I guess, copy and paste, give them the same questions, ask them the same things and stuff like that. But I was like, no, it's like, I'm going to do something different. Even though I was not prepared, even though I kind of bullshitted my way through it sometimes, um... I got a lot of good reception, and a lot of people were like, I liked your episodes, to where, like, they went back and listened to previous ones. So, uh, I did something right. <laughs> and, of course, the one with Gammy um, was really cool. He's a really great guy. I love sitting down and talking with him. He's one of my favorite guests I've had so far on the on this season. I've had some few favorite guests. Um, but he's one of my favorite of this season. And... Just a really cool guy, just really chill. He just seems excited about his career and just what he wants to do musically and stuff like that. So, shout out to Gammy, shout out to Mark, Drew, shout out to Rocky Banks, Nico, Crow, Jet the Third, uh, and everybody else that I mentioned, Camera Cold, you know, Geo, and this and that. Shout out to all of them. Thank you guys for coming on. It means a lot. So, uh, but like I said, I have some other stuff planned for next month. Which I'm very excited for. And, uh, yeah. I'll, I also did an episode, another episode with uh, with another LA podcaster. His name is Gil. Gil of, um, of the Mind Buzz. And he's been a follower for a while. And I've been a follower of him. And I listened to some of his stuff. Um, Gil was just, it was just fun. It was like nothing I have done before on the podcast because, you know, as a podcast person who like interviews people, you kind of have like this structure and you kind of have like these pinpoints. It was just shooting the shit and we just had a really good time just talking and just being awkward and shit like that. So if you want guys, if you guys want to listen to that episode, go ahead and check out that one. The Mind Buzz podcast, you'll find me there. He's also had the social primate as well. And it's funny because we connected on something that a lot of other podcasters that I know uh, have dealt with before. And it was pretty funny. And we've all dealt with this similar uh, situation. And it was really funny. Like, I, I told the rest of the guys then, they're like, what the fuck? You know, it was just, it was just really funny. So, uh, but yeah, check out that episode, The Mind Buzz with Gil. We had a really good time. Shit like that. <laughs> I know a lot of people are probably just tuned, turned off. Ugh, there he goes. I can't fucking talk. I don't know what the fuck is up with me lately. It's like I can't talk. I can't do things right. I keep fucking up. I've just been... I don't know. Lately, guys, I've just been dealing with a lot of issues. Personal issues. A lot of private issues. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff that I had to look like inward 
and just noticed I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a piece of shit <laughs> person. You know, even though a lot of people are like, you're not a piece of shit. You're just, you know, I don't know. It, it's really weird um, because I thought I had some people I could go and talk to. I know I have family members I can talk to. Um, but sometimes I don't want to go with them to my, with, with my problems just because I don't want them to know it's family. I don't want, you know, family to know my personal problems. So, you know, I, I, I just, I don't really have anybody to vent to. And usually this helps me cause this is like my therapy. This is like me speaking about like how I feel and things I've been going through and things I've been happening within my life and stuff like that. And it really kind of sucks a lot because even though I like pour my heart, see, there it goes, pour my heart and soul into the podcast, I don't ever get feedback or I don't get never, I don't ever get anybody like messaging me and be like, hey, I'm sorry you feel that way. I hope you feel better. Other than Stephanie's mom, she's the only one that does that. That, that That's not really, I don't really count that because she's that kind of person, you know, even before I did the podcast. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really hard because it's like, I have a lot of things going on with me. I have a lot of things I want to say. There goes a fucking dog barking again. But I don't have anybody to talk to, tell them to, because it's like... I just don't, there's a lot of people I know that are just going to, like, judge me, and a lot of people that are not going to stand me, so, as a guy, I kind of just keep them to myself, and then when I'm by myself, in the car, in the truck at work, I kind of just talk to myself and vent, you know, whatever problem, whatever situation that's going on with me, and it it does help, because it's like I'm getting it off my chest, but it's not like, I, there's no, I'm giving, but I'm not getting anything back from, from that because no one, I can't talk to anybody about it. So there's just a lot of stuff that's been going on with me and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's really annoying. I'm sorry, guys. I try to have a professional podcast and do my podcast late at night, so I don't have any distractions. But I have these damn dogs barking. I have people screaming and shouting and stuff like this. Because our fucking neighbors on the other side of the of the complex. These people that live right across the street are fucking, fucking Latino hillbillies. Kids are fucking out at 2, 3 in the morning playing basketball, screaming and laughing and shit like this. And it's, it's just really annoying. Because it's like I, I, either I have to sleep or I have to do this or... Like I said, there's just, I don't know. But anyways, I've been going through a lot of things. I've been trying to work on myself. But, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have anybody to talk to that's just going to listen to me. And I've had people tell me, oh, why don't you just go to a therapist? Why don't you just go tell them? It's like, well, I don't really know how I feel about that. One is because it's a therapist. Because it's like, a lot of people are going to associate going to therapy with being crazy. You know, or having these social, not social issues, but having these 
issues within themselves. And I was like, okay, yeah, I do have issues within myself, but um, I don't really want to go pay somebody to listen to me talk and then them not help me. It's just like, okay, I've heard that before, you know. But I don't know. I've looked into it. Like I said, I listen to Joey Diaz. I listen to Sim Dillon. I listen to a lot of other people, and they always mention better help, you know. Um, I might try it, I might not, I don't know, I just, there's a lot of things that are, are, that I want to get off my chest, and it's kind of hard, because I feel like nobody listens to me, or nobody wants to listen to me, and it, it sucks too, because it's like, I don't, I don't really have, I have, well, there's a difference the definition of a friend to me is different than, than what it is to somebody else. So when I say I don't have friends and somebody hears that, it's friends for me is somebody who I can call on no matter what time and they'll hang out and they'll want to get to know what's going on with me. You know, they're not just going to call me because they're bored and nobody else wants to hang out with them. So I'm the last resort, you know it's very hard, like, I like Ben, I like talking to Ben, I wish I could hang out with him more, um, but he genuinely asked me, like, hey, you know, because we I was talking about something, and he's like, do you want to talk about it, and he's like, you know, you can talk to me about it, and it, that kind of, like, I kind of took a little step back, and I'm like, damn, man, nobody's asked me that in a long time, like, do you want to talk about it, and I was like, no, it's fine, everything's cool, even though I know it's not cool, but it's just like, not here, not here, not right now, but, yeah, it's just, I don't have that many friends, and I know some of these people who will listen to it, they're like, well, I thought you was your friend, yeah, but, when, like I said, I have a different definition of a friend, you know, I want somebody who's going to be there for me, I want somebody who's going to listen to me, who's going to care about how I feel, care about what I think, and care about what I say, you know, and and try to help me out. Because it's like, that's the kind of person I am with other people, you know, like, whether it's, like, with my friend Aaron, or my friend Edwin, or Obi, or my friend Jesus, or my cousin, or anybody else, it's like, I I'm there for them. I listen to them. They ask me for advice or we talk about certain issues and stuff like that. And it's like I always give them my two cents because I care. But sometimes I feel like I don't get that back from anybody. And it really sucks because it's like, you know, you live by the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. So it's like I treat others the way I would like to be treated and I don't ever get it back. And it sucks. You know, like I said, whenever I pour my heart and soul on the podcast or I mention things that are going on, I don't really have anybody messaging me back. And I guess it's because nobody really listens all the way through. <laughs> so they kind of give up on like minute five. If it's not interesting, they cut it off. Other than a couple people like I know like Jose will listen and, and Lopez Avila. So shout out to him. I know he's a He's a big supporter of a lot of podcasts, and I, I really appreciate you a lot, dude. I, hopefully, when I when I go to L.A., I can meet with you and give you a hug and say thank you for what, for what you do. You know, because mean, you mean a lot to a lot of us. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel lonely 
And sometimes I feel like I don't have anybody to talk to other than, like, yeah, I have Stephanie, but, like, it's, it's, it's different. You know, it's different. It's like, some, there's something she won't understand. And there's some things I won't understand from her. And as a guy, as a man, as a male, we're kind of like those people, we're kind of the people that don't really like to express our feelings or really want to talk about how we feel. It's just a man thing. I mean, a lot of guys can attest to that. But this whole new wave of mental health and, you know, speaking how you feel and this and this and that is it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, maybe I should open up a little bit more. You know, I'm the kind of person that, like, when shit happens to me or shit's happening, I don't tell nobody. I don't talk to nobody about it. I keep it within me and I don't say shit to nobody and I just I deal with it I deal with it the most Mexican way possible I put my head down and I just keep moving forward and I just keep working and just ignore it until it disappears but we all know that those problems don't ever disappear they just stay there until they stare right back at you in the face and you're like oh there we go you know but yeah, it's just, I don't know, like I said, as a guy, I just, I keep these things to myself, and there's some people who I do trust, and I feel comfortable with, like, expressing this shit, but I don't have that many people anymore, like, Aaron, Aaron's gone, Aaron went to Colorado, yeah, I can still call him, yeah, I can still, like, talk to him, but it's not the same as, like, sitting down with him face to face and talking about these issues like I can't talk to my buddy Edwin about this because he doesn't deal with these types of issues you know he doesn't type he doesn't deal with these types of situations he has his own things but we don't really talk about that because we don't really talk that much when we go out and hang out um I don't really get to talk to my buddy Jesus about this because he'll message me and then we'll talk for like a couple threads and then I haven't, I don't hear from him for like two, three months, you know, he's a weird individual, and I know he listens to, um, but I've known the guy for like more than 10 years, and I don't know, like, it was cool when he worked at Valero, because I would go and visit him, and that was like the only time I was like able to hang out with him, I would go visit him, it's kind of like those movies where it's like the buddy works at the corner store, so the friend goes and just hangs out with him for like unknown hours and just eat food and drink slurpees and shit like that and just talk you know that's what I used to do with him and I liked it I enjoyed like going to their own hanging out with him um but then he found another job so it's like okay well now we don't really hang out that much anymore you know we don't it's he's a really private individual and it's like I don't see why he still is I've known him for like 12 years well yeah I will say 13 13 14 years so um I met him like my junior year yeah so I've known him for like for for a while I've known Jesus for a while but he's just a very private individual like I've never met his wife I've never met his baby I've never met his parents I've never met any other siblings he has, just his sister, I think that's what it, he said was his sister, we've only hung out maybe a handful of times, 
And, yeah. So, it's like, I don't really go and, like, talk to him and tell him how I feel either. Because he's a parent now and this and that. I used to have my friend Doby, But he don't talk to me anymore either. He kind of, I guess, excluded me out of his life. You know, after. I didn't really do much to him. He was that kind of person too where it's like... He's too busy to hang out with you, even though he kind of does that to himself. Like, he, I don't know why he ever, I don't know why he did that to himself. But I'm like, dude, hey, let's hang out. He only, he lived literally like 10 minutes away from me, literally. Um, and it kind of, it kind of sucked because, like, I would have to go to his house with his brothers and his sisters and his parents, and then random people would come and visit. And it's like, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the this is the Brady Bunch. We're here. Um, but he was another person I would talk to and, and 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 tell my feelings and just tell him how I felt and what was going on. And then he never really kind of understood, I guess, because he he had his own things. But we just fell out, and I haven't heard from him since. It's been like at least maybe like two years, I think. You know, he got married and just whatever. So, um, but yeah, the people who I thought like were my friends, I don't really hear from them. I don't really get to like tell them how I feel because, like I said, as a guy, I don't really think they care to listen, and we don't really talk about how we feel. Um, you know, I I I can blame myself. But I can also blame the people that are around me. I mean, but, no, my dad is not like that. My dad will tell you how he feels, you know, sometimes. Um, you know, I guess I can say, like, my grandparents, all my grandfathers were kind of like that person. Those kind of people, those kind of guys where they, like, they expressed how they felt. You know, whether whether one of them was drunk or one of them was just depressed, you know, they, 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 I guess they talked how they felt, and, you know, I have cousins who don't really talk how, you know, express how they feel unless they're drunk, you know, and it's not really a good thing, because it's like you're talking out of your ass, but I don't have to be drunk to, like, express my feelings, but, you know, I'm just going around this, this, uh, Ferris wheel of me just, like, saying that nobody cares about how I feel. And sometimes it would be nice for somebody just to reach out to me and just want to talk and listen, you know. Because it's like the things that I'm going with, man, it's it's really, I guess, life-changing in a way. But I don't, I don't pay any attention to it because it's like I'm working or I'm dealing with the podcast or I have guests, I'm, you know, or I'm going to a show or I'm going to an Astros game, or I'm going to the Dynamo game, or I'm going out of town, it's like, I keep myself busy to where it's like, I don't sit down and deal with these issues, and when I do sit down and deal with these issues, things don't ever work out, and things kind of just go sideways. Because either it comes off like I don't care, or the person who I'm having trouble with thinks that I don't care either, and you know, and it's like, no, it's not like that. It's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like 
And I've always felt like this ever since I was a kid. You know, I've always felt like alone. I've always felt like a loner. I mean, that's why I did a lot of things by myself alone. Went to concerts, went to movies, went to, you know, out of town. I would go to eat dinner by myself. I would go do things by myself because I was just that kind of person. I never really, um, I never really had somebody I could rely on to come and hang out with me. So I'm used to that. But now it's just like, I don't want that. I kind of want somebody. And, you know, I have Stephanie, but just, we just, we have our own things going on. Sometimes it's kind of hard for us to understand each other. So we don't really talk about it. But I don't know, man. It's just, with me, I don't know. I, I have things I have to talk about. There's things I probably need to talk about. And there's a lot of stuff deep down inside that, I don't really want to talk about. I don't really want to discuss because that's just shit that nobody needs to know. But I don't know. I don't know. If you guys do or you don't or whatever you do, I guess just just pray for me, man. I don't know. I got things going on. Like my life's good. I have a good job. I'm alive. I'm breathing. You know, I woke up today. I have a you know, a podcast that I enjoy doing. I have people, a part of this community that I, I look up to and I can call friends. Um, you know, I have a car. I, I, I live in a nice apartment, you know, and I'm not broke. I'm not on drugs or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm good, but it's like, I feel like psychologically and mentally I'm not good and it's kind of hard to like tell people about it because I feel like they don't care you know I don't want to be the whole macho guy and I mean I've talked about this with Ricky I've talked about this on other podcasts I've talked about this on my own show more than enough where it's like I don't want to be like that machismo guy where it's like I want to hide my feelings because as Latinos that's what we do as men it's even more like it's just like you're just gonna stuff it down you know (laughs) but um i don't want to do that and i don't want to like i said i don't want to set an example for like my kids where it's like this is what we do so (laughs) do what i do i want to be a better example you know as a as a as a male and i guess as a latino person where it's like, it's okay to express our feelings. It's okay to, to tell people, hey, I'm not feeling good, man. I, mentally, I'm okay. Like, okay, everything else. But, like, mentally, I'm not good. I'm Things have happened. I'm kind of burned out. I just need to, like, take a second. Or, you know. But I, I don't. Who knows, man. Who knows. So... I don't know. I'll, I guess I keep you guys posted, but, you know, what? like I said, nobody reaches out, so I don't really think anybody cares. Like I said, I don't think anybody reached, reached this point other than a couple people. Um, but yeah, man, I guess just 2020 didn't really, I guess 2020 kind of was a wake-up call, but kind of like 2020 kind of put into perspective of like, yo, shit's happening with you. And not just me, but, like, everybody that was in the the whole planet finally had time 
to sit down in like a quiet place and be like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I didn't notice this until now. You know, a lot of people started podcasts. A lot of people got help. And with me, it was kind of the opposite because I was still working. Never really had time to like sit there in a, like a quiet place with my thoughts because I don't like doing that other than when I'm driving because it's like I can vent and I have music. But like sitting there in a quiet place and just realizing that you're a fucked up person. <laughs> You've done some fucked up shit. You've never really taken care of any of that. You know, what are you doing with your life? You know, just the other day, I was thinking, I'm like, what the fuck did I do wrong with my life? You know, there are people who I know, they have a house, they have kids, they're married, you know, they got a great job, they they got this, they got that, they're part of this, they got that, and as a human, you know, and as a, as a person, it's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? You know, what, what, what did I do that did, that hasn't put me in that, in that category? I don't have kids, you know, even though I do want kids, I do want to start a family, but I don't, I don't have kids. I'm not married. That's for other reasons. Um, even though I do want to, but it's just, it's, sometimes it's just not in the cards right now, but you know, I don't have a house. I just moved out of my parents' house at 28 years old. You know, some I, my goal when I was 18 was to move out. Because I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to move out. And then, like, I really saw what it was like in the real world. And I'm like, oh, it, rent is expensive. You have to pay this and pay that and do this and do that and do this and do that and do this and do that. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. This is not the shit that they teach you in school. So, like, when you have to go on your own, a lot of us are like, what the fuck? We don't know. You know? So, I, like I said, I just, I don't have my own house. I just barely moved out, you know, with Stephanie. And we, we're here. This is her second time moving out. This is my first time moving out. You know, I don't. Yes, I have a night. I have a good job, you know. I'm not making 120 grand a year, you know. I didn't go to college. I didn't do this. I didn't do that, you know. I see a lot of my friends like working, whatever kind of fucking job, and it's like just bought a house, and I was like, how the fuck did you just buy a house? And you told me you couldn't go out to get a drink, but you went. To, you went to buy a house on your lunch break. What the fuck? You know? And it's like, what did I do wrong? Like, I've had my dad tell me, like, oh, you know, you need to start saving up for a house. You need to start saving up for this. And I understand where my parents are coming from. And I know it's just like an old school. And I, I hate saying that because my parents are not really old school, but I guess they are. You know, when people hear old school, you think of, like, people, like, growing up in, like, the 50s and, and 40s and shit like that. My parents grew up in, like, the 70s and 80s. Now we have to consider that old school. You know, grow, I mean, even in the 90s. It's, it's, it's just, like, 
that's what you did. You met somebody, you got married, you started a family, bought a house, and now you're like 50, in your 50s, and you paid off your house, you paid off cars, and your kids are out, and it's just you and your wife, and four dogs or some shit like that, and you're traveling the world, and that's like my, I think that's like my parents' mentality, but... When my dad tells me, like, oh, you, you know, you should start saving for a house, start doing this and that. I really want to tell him, like, Dad, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know if I have enough money for that. I mean, fuck, the housing market is like shit right now. I'm like, dude, how the hell do you want me to save 20 grand, 25 grand in my account? <laughs> you know, like, I could do it now. But, like... My job, uh, I have stuff I have to pay for, you know. And I'm the kind of person where it's like, okay, I'm making a little bit more money. I kind of want to go do things that I haven't done. Like, I want to go and travel. I want to go and start a new hobby. I want to do this for myself. I want to go here. I want to go this. So it's like I'm spending money, you know. And there's also times where I'm spending money for the wrong reasons. But, yeah, like... My dad's like, you got to save this up and I'll help you with this and you can do this and do this and you pay this. And, you, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. You know, like I said, I just barely moved down. I'm like, dude, you want me to save up for a fucking house? It, it just. It hurts my head to like, think about that. Or I'm like, where the, like, what, what did I do? Like I said, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? You know, was it because I didn't go to college? Because I know people in college that don't make enough money either. And they're doing God knows what. You know. And then there's some people that went to college. And they're married and have kids and have a home. And they live here. And it's like. Why the fuck did that not happen to me? And I know someone's going to be like. Well you know. Everybody's different. Yeah everybody's different. But it's like. You get sold. To the American, you get sold this American dream. You know, the American dream goes both ways. For people that are coming into America and people that live in America, I mean, for the longest time, the American dream was literally what I just said. You meet a girl, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, and all the other stuff that comes with it. You know, that's the American dream. You know, you you pay off this, you. You know, if you start a business, your business is successful, and this and that. You can go here, you can go. That's that's the American dream to some of us, but it's like most of us don't don't do that. It's like I don't understand like how my grandparents did it. I know it was a different time. I mean, it literally was like almost I don't know fifty, sixty years ago. You know, and it's like, of course, the economy was different. Back in like the 50s and 60s. The economy was different in the 90s. You know. And it's just. it's I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Where it's like. You need to get a house. And I'm like. For what? It's just me. I know it's an investment. But it's like. But is it really? I'm going to have to be paying for this. I'm going to be paying for that. I'm going to be fixing this and fixing that. You know, I, I talked to a friend of mine 
And they're like, yeah, I have a house and this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck? You bought a house and you work? I, I mean, I don't know what the person does. Because the last time I talked to them, they were working at a bank. But I wanted to be like, you work at a bank and you just bought a house? And I'm like, of course. You know, you can get whatever loan. But I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, where the fuck am I? What am I doing? You know, this person is, you know, engaged to their... Per- and I'm like, what, I'm like what, the f- what the fuck is going on with my life? You know? And I know, like, social media doesn't help either. Because it's like, you watch these people who you're friends with, and all you see them do is post things. Like, oh, just went to New York. Or, hey, I just went to Greece. Or, hey, I went to Puerto Rico. Or, hey... I'm starting a business, or hey, I'm starting a family, or hey, I just got married, hey, I just bought that. You see all these, like, big moments in their life, and you, you just kind of, like, sit there and question yourself, like, why the fuck is that not happening to me? You know? Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, this person literally has a shit job, and they, like I said, they just bought a house. Like, oh, I went to lunch, and, uh, yeah, I just bought my first house. And I'm like, how does that happen? Where the fuck are you going to lunch? Who the fuck is selling you a house like this? I don't understand it. And, you know, or it's like they work somewhere and I was like, oh, I'm going to Greece for a whole month. And I'm like, bro, I, how, how? I, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I said, social media doesn't help because you see all these good things and you wish that that was happening to you. That's a curse. And I know a lot of people don't see it that way, but it's like... I think I've said this before as an unpopular opinion, like, we can do without social media, to be honest. We can. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, all this and that, we can do without it. Because it's just it's not helping us. It's not, it's not doing anything productive. It's not doing anything positive in our lives. I mean, the only time people, like, saw that was like in the 80s or something like that where those rich dudes on like yachts would like make videos like do you want to get rich follow these you know these bullshit (laughs) follow these steps and shit like that but literally social media is just like the downfall of humanity to be honest causes a lot of problems creates a lot of problems will create and causes what causes is different and creates a lot of problems creates a lot of negativity creates just evil and just destruction and just we can do without social media to be honest with you i mean i really wish i could i like it's probably like an excuse like well you can get off like i have a podcast man i have a platform where it's like i have to like put my shit out there because if i don't nobody's going to listen and if nobody listens i don't get paid so it's like i have to be on social media and you know, for me as a person, I like to, like, not inter- not interweb, but like I like to interact with other podcasters and follow other podcasters and follow all these artists and this and that. I like to keep like this little thing where it's like, hey, look, notice me, I notice you. Let's figure out something. So, you know, that's essentially what my podcast is. I'm doing with my podcast, and it, it's worked out so far. But if I wasn't doing this. I really wouldn't, really wouldn't want to have social media anymore. I mean, fuck posting on Instagram. I mean, I don't even post on my personal page. It's like, if you want to know what the fuck I'm doing, just look at my stories. (laughs) That's it. You know, um, 
because I guess a lot of people have that FOMO, and I know Jose talked about that, His him and his brother Charlie, like the fear of missing out and like the anxiety and stuff like that. Like, I, I guess in a way, I'm dealing with like the fear of missing out of like what everybody else is dealing with, like having a house, having kids, getting married, doing this and doing that, going here, going there, you know. It's just insane, man. It's like, I don't, like I said, I don't understand it. There's people here where they're like, I'm $75,000 in debt. But I'm going to go to Puerto Rico for the weekend or for a week. And it's like, what? How? How's that possible? I'm like, I do not want any fucking debt, dude. I'm like, seriously, I just want to pay this shit off. And I, I mean, I have my phone bill I have to pay off. That's like literally the only thing I have to pay off. I've already paid off my laptop. Paid off my TV. Um, paid off my car. I just have to pay off this Samsung S22 that I have. You know, um, I do want to get a new guitar. So, but I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. But, like, I don't like having to pay for things and, like, oh, you have, you know, you got to pay this payment on this. It's like, I just want to pay it off and be done with it. I don't want to be like, oh, I have this money I owe to whatever. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. So, but like I said, I don't understand. And it, like, I know Jose's probably like laughing at like the fact of me seeming me saying FOMO. But like, I do. I have a fear of like, what am I missing out on? You know. And it's like, I mean, what am I doing wrong? Like, why don't I have what everybody else has at my age right now? And I, I get it where it's like, it's opportunities, or they just, right place, right time, or they, they have FOMO themselves, and they're buying a house they know they can't afford, and it's just like, they do it be in the, to put it on social media, so then people can be like, praising them and shit like that, but they don't know that after that picture's taken, they're trying to figure out how the hell they're going to pay you know, $250,000 house or $300,000 house with all these payments and how much money they make. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm struggling right now with like, okay, I got to pay rent. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. You know, and luckily I have Stephanie to, that helps me that pays half. But it's like, if I had to do it on my own, I know I would do it. But it's like, I'd be really scared because it's like, fuck dude <laughs> I can't do anything I have to just do this you know and it really sucks too even more because I don't know if everybody's seen these posts that have been like floating around the social media where it's like humans aren't supposed to be you know doing this they're supposed to be living their lives and doing this and doing that and doing this and it's like yeah you can say that because you're going to Greece you're doing this, you're buying a house, you're doing that. It's like easy enough for you to say. I said, but everybody has to work. Like that's the that's the shitty part of being like a person living in America or living in the world where it's like in order for you to live your life, you have to go to work. You have to clock in so many hours, you have to make so much, you have to work on so many days. You know, like, it's constantly a fucking cycle. 
you know, like one of my coworkers that I used to work with, he would always laugh at the fact he's like, man, y'all crazy. Y'all come to work every day and don't think that it's crazy. You know, like he was saying something like Einstein had said, um, the person who does the same thing every day is like insane or some shit like that. I don't know what the quote was. I'm not going to look it up either, but I'm like, dude, you're literally doing the same thing. You're literally coming to work the same time the same time I'm clocking in same time I'm clocking out and going home doing the same thing all over again the next day and the next day and the next day I mean what are you doing with your life that's so different than the rest of us really nothing you know it's like nobody's quitting their job to start a business you know, a fast food truck, you know, restaurant and this and that. Nobody, Nobody's really doing that unless you have the money. Like, like I thought, I'm like, man, I could, I could, I wanted to start my own business. I hate that this fucking mic does that. Um, yeah, I had like a business idea. Like, I know a lot of people have seen like on TikTok or Instagram, like these places you can go and they're designated like rooms where you can rent out, like, per hour, and you can just, like, go ballistic and go crazy and break TVs and break glass and break whatever you can, like, as a stress reliever. You can play music, you can just let out your frustration, your anger on things with a jackhammer or whatever, you know, and they have one here in Houston, but it's, like, super fucking far, and I thought about doing something like that. I was like, it's not a bad idea. It's not really a bad idea. A lot of people want to find a place where they can relieve their stress, where they can go and break things, where they can just, you know, because it's like, I want to find somewhere like that. But it's like, who's going to want to invest in that? I mean, even though I think it's like a fucking gold plan, to be honest with you. Like, anybody can do it. Fucking kids fucking teenagers, adults, grandparents can go and just break shit because they like they need to let out that frustration. But it's like would that even work? Would anybody really come? You know, and, and do something like that. Like would anybody really invest? Where would I do? What would I do? It's like I could I would be I think that would be a good idea and I could do that for a living, but it's like it's, it's, it's not good enough. It's like, it sucks, man. It just really does suck because it's like, like I said again, and I keep saying it again, what am I doing? What, what's, what am I doing with my life that is the missing piece in order to do what everybody else is doing? And I know someone's like, you shouldn't do that. You need to follow your own road. You need to be, and it's like, yeah, okay, I get that. Thanks. You know, I've heard that before. But it's like... We're human. We all want it. we all want the same thing everybody else is doing. If it's making them happy, we feel like it's gonna make us happy. You know. But like I said, there's these people who I see buying houses, but like you don't know like the stress that they're gonna deal with. Like fuck, I have to pay the light bill. I gotta pay property taxes. I have to pay this. I have to pay that. It's like I don't know. I was just like. Great, do I live in LA? There's a plane flying over me? Fuck. <laughs> I hate it. I hate, like, noises when I'm, like, recording, guys. It really... 
It really fucking bothers me. It really fucking bothers me. I have this dog barking outside. I have people talking, you know. I got this damn helicopter flying over, you know. It, I have people talking. It's It just really bothers me because it's like I'm a perfectionist. I want things to go my way, you know. When I have, like, when I can control it, I feel like I can, you know. And somebody was like, mm, I don't, I'm like, dude, that's just this is how I am, you know. I've talked to people, and they've asked me questions about things, you know, a while back. Like, what kind of person are you? And they would ask me this, and I would tell them that, and just be straight up honest. And they would just kind of give me, like, this response, like, mm, well, I'm not judging you, but yeah, I guess everybody's different. And I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? You're literally judging me with that answer, you know? And just, there's a, there's a whole other, like, can of worms I can open about shit like this. Um... Shout out to Penny, shout out to Whiskey J. Um, they just started their new podcast uh, called Ships. Um, it's really good. It's on YouTube, and it's also on Spotify and this and that too, but it's mainly on YouTube. He really wants to do like a YouTube channel um, with Penny, and I, I listened to it yesterday, and I really liked the episode. It's a really good uh, pilot episode, and the guys were talking about... Uh, old Penny was doing this little rant about uh, dating profiles and dating apps and shit like that. And, like, I could go on about that myself because I've been in that situation. But I, I, it, it would last at least a good another hour and a half. I'm already coming up on an hour and a half. It would be another whole hour and a half of me just, like, ranting about that shit. Um, but, yeah, man, just <laughs> check out their podcast. Shout out to Whiskey J. He's going to be a guest on the podcast soon, so I'm excited to have my podcast twin on my show. I have been on his, and now he's going to be on mine, and it's going to be a different aspect. You know, it's going to be really different, you know, but yeah, man, this is, yeah, that's just me telling you guys how I feel. If you want to reach out, you can reach out, like I said, on my, on the podcast instagram just messaged me hey man this is i understand how you feel i'm sorry you feel this way i feel this and that just some kind of comfort you know i know there's a lot of people that listen that don't follow but follow the instagram if you don't you know have an instagram then that's fine (laughs) you can email me i know people have emails you can go to my link tree Oh, I don't think I have my email link on there. But, you know, there's there's ways where you can reach out to me. You know, just reach out. That's all I'm asking for. Just reach out, you know. <sighs> Anyways, so I have some other stuff I want to do. I do want to talk. I do want to do a lot. See, I hate just talking about shit like this. Uh, but before we do talk about these... Uh, other things. I do have one thing I want to like rant about, kind of because I'm frustrated. So, um, I had to take down two episodes because of my cousin. And I don't care, Josh. I don't care if you're listening to this, dude. I didn't get to tell you the last time I talked to you, or last time I saw you, which was this past weekend. But yeah. So, anyways, uh. When I did my first episode with Juan and Josh, 
my cousin was really like paranoid and freaked out because I mentioned his job, you know, and during that time he was telling me he wanted me to, to take it down and delete it and this and this and that because his job might find out. And I literally told him, like, dude, nobody's going to find out. Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Yeah, Mike, you clearly aren't telling people to listen to my podcast. So what are you worried about, you know? But, like, for, like, a whole year, he was just pestering me about this. Bro, I need you to take down that episode. I need you to take down that episode. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking it down. For what? It's my shit. You know? So we did another episode again recently, and um, again, same thing. So my cousin is wants to work for Border Patrol and shit like that. So the process is kind of like working at a faster pace than usual. So he wanted me to delete those two episodes, and he was just like worried that like they're gonna find down, they're gonna this and this and that. And I'm like, dude, who fucking cares? Who cares? Whatever person is doing a background check on you and checking shit is not going to come and listen to two podcasts to see what the hell you said. Nobody fucking cares, dude. I told him his. I told him this several times. He still didn't understand. So recently, he was like, I need you to take them down, bro. This and this and that. And like, internally, it was really, it really bothered me. Because it's like, I don't want to take them down. And it's not my fault that when you drink, you have loose lips and you cannot control what you what you say. That's not my fault. You know, you're your own person. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you can't say that or you can't say that. I'm like, that's you. The podcast is anything goes, you know. That's how you feel. All right, man. I'm not, Unless you say like a racial slur. Or something like really like racist. Then yes I'm going to remove it. But like if you're just speaking how you feel. About certain things and certain climates and shit like that. I'm not going to take it down. I'm not. I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to remove it. You know and this is the second time somebody has asked me. To remove something because of their job. And I'm like. Then don't say it. Don't get drunk. Or don't drink. And say things about your job. I mean, I said things about HISD. I've said things about all these jobs, and nobody has said shit about it. So I don't know what the fuck they're worrying about. So uh, it was a couple of days ago. I think it was like last week. I was really like battling with it. I was just like depressed and upset because I'm like, this is my cousin. I get it, but I'm like, dude, this is my podcast, you know. And I kept telling him, I'm like, dude, why do you care? Why does it matter? You know, well, they're going to find out. And I'm like, nobody cares, man. I kept telling them that. I kept telling them that, but he didn't listen. And ultimately, I just unpublished the episodes. I didn't delete them. I just unpublished them so they're not on, they're not uploaded. And, like, when I did that and I told him, I really was just, like, really just angry. Because I'm like... I shouldn't have to listen to some, I I shouldn't be doing shit that people are telling me to do because of shit they said. I shouldn't fucking care. I mean, Whiskey J doesn't care what he says. Jose doesn't care what he says. Steven doesn't care what he says. 
These guys don't care what they say. And nobody tells them what to do because it's their podcast. And I should feel the same way. But I did this and I was just automatically just like covered with anger. Because I'm like, this is my show. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to like bend a knee because you can't control what you say. You know, and it's like, I promote these episodes, man. I All they do is jump on and talk. That's it. They're not the ones editing the show. They're not the ones coming up with cover art. They're not the ones that are promoting and, and talking about the episode and pushing it. They're not doing that at all. It's me. So I shouldn't have to listen to, to people, but... You know, I don't want this. I don't want another situation with my cousin. They've already had situations where we didn't talk for years, and it's like I don't want to do that again because I'm already a grown adult, and it's already happening in my family, and I don't want to be a part of that. So I'm just, I don't know. But like I said, I just, I'm just angry, and like I really don't. I, I wanted to tell him when I saw him last past weekend, but I didn't. But I'm like, look, dude, you can't come on the podcast anymore. You know, and I know that's probably going to like, I guess, hurt his feelings. Um, But yeah, it's like every time I go over there, every time they want to come up here, they want to do an episode. And I'm like, why do you want to do a podcast episode just so you can talk shit? And then once you realize what you said, you want me to delete it. I can't. I can't. No, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that again. So. He no longer can come on the podcast. Juan, I'm okay with. But Josh can't. And the reason why I say he can't is because, like I said, he can't control what he says when he drinks. And I'm not going to bend my knee again and delete something that he thinks is inappropriate, which it wasn't. Um... I'm not doing that again, so that the best thing is, it's just like, I'm not going to have you on, dude. Unless you quit your shit, stop being a little bitch, and just be like, whatever, you know. But, yeah, I'm not going to have him on anymore. And it sucks, but I'm not putting myself through that again. Because, like I said, I shouldn't have to do that, because this is my show. But, I don't know. I guess it's because it's family like I said, he wouldn't do that shit for me. You know, growing up, my cousin's never done anything for me. <laughs> Nobody's ever done anything for me like that. And yet, I'm the one that's doing shit for people. So, it's really fucking annoying. But, yeah, so if you're looking for those episodes I did with them, they're not up. I don't know when they'll be back up. But, yeah, you want to blame somebody, blame my cousin. <laughs> blame him. Um, those episodes got really good listens, because I guess it was just us being honest, you know, but I guess he's scared of being honest with people, so, I don't know, anyways, so that's, that's, that's one of the things that I wanted to rant about, uh, with the other stuff that I talked about, but I did want to talk about some other stuff that I was reminiscing about, uh, Damn, what the fuck? Anyways, so I, I, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about going to school and, and high school. So when I went to high school, 
Um, I guess it's story time, I guess. When I went to high school, I stayed with my, my aunt. She lived in the, I guess, the area, you know, that I could go to school. You know, I went to, I went to school in Cypher, so I guess her house was in that, like, Cypher school district limit area, whatever. So I lived with her. Well, I didn't live with her, but my mom would take me to her house. I would ride the bus there and then ride the bus back after school, and my mom would pick me up. But there was times where I would stay there because my mom was working for HISD at the time, and she would get off, and sometimes there would be traffic, you know, and stuff like that. So a lot of the times I would stay at my aunt's house for an hour or two, and, uh, you know, like sometimes when my uncle was alive, he would be there, and just, uh, there's some crazy shit that's happened. I remember one time, I think it was like, I was a freshman in high school, I had a phone, I used to get picked on and bullied on by these kids that lived in Spring Branch, Um, and I think they took my phone, there was like this fucking white kid, he acted so ghetto, but he wasn't really ghetto, I don't know, I forgot what his name was, but, um, yeah, so I would get picked on, and by this other kid too, he... He looked like Curious George, but his lips looked like he got stung by a bee. And he had a brother, too, that guess I guess he said it was his brother, but they didn't really look alike. Anyway, so they stole my phone. I had a flip phone at this time. Stole my phone. Then, like, I told my uncle, like, hey, so-and-so stole it. And I knew where they lived because, of course, I got dropped off. I mean, it, we, the bus would show where they got dropped off. So... I told my uncle, like, hey, they stole my phone. And uh, he went up there with me and confronted them. <laughs> and, like, they they trying to be all hide mighty shit and like that. Like, they were going to do something to us. So I guess my uncle and my dad called the school and told them what happened. Kid got suspended. Then they found out, like, they broke my phone and this and this and that. And my uncle was like, I'm going to keep this here just in case shit happens. And it was his gun. And I'm like what the fuck, you really assume, like, they're gonna come up here and do something, he's like, you don't, you never know, he's like, those people are crazy, so, my uncle was cool, I miss him a lot, he, he passed away, I think after I, gra- like, a year after I graduated, he had cancer, and just, but my uncle was weird, too, my uncle's he, I don't know, what it was his, what was his obsession with, like, being rich, or being famous, Cause like he would always tell me he's like, you should do this so you can get rich, or you can do this and get famous. Like he would always watch like the Oprah show, and he would like, you got to do something so you can get on Oprah. And I'm like, why the fuck would I want to get on Oprah for? He's like, so you can get famous, so you can get rich, and you can do. And I'm like, for what? So like my uncle was like obsessed with like this. I feel like he was. I mean, everybody else might say something different, but I feel like he was obsessed, and I feel like. I think he was, I guess, I don't I don't know how to say this, but I guess, like, after my cousin died, which was his son, it really took a toll on him because it's like he, he couldn't see his son grow up to be a man. So 
I was kind of like the second best thing, I guess. So he was trying to be like that, I guess, father figure to me. And I understood, and I'm like, it sucks, and I know. So I, I tried to listen to him as much as I could. And I would talk to him sometimes, and he would help me out with, like, school homework, even though <laughs> I feel like he didn't know shit about, like, algebra and like that. And I'm like, we both don't know shit about algebra. I'm going to fail. Um, But, yeah, I mean, and then just... Michael was really cool. Michael Javier was really cool. Um, and then, like, after he passed... Well, even before he passed. Was it before? Yeah, it had to be, like, before he passed. Because, like, cause he passed away when I graduated. But um, him and my aunt wouldn't be home sometimes. So sometimes I'd be like, hey, I'm just... I'm going to chill in the pool, you know. And uh, <laughs> I'd be swimming in their pool... I'd have like my 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 uh, trunks and just chill in the pool. Nobody would be home, you know. My uncle like trusted me like with with the house, so he was just like, "Hey, just take care of it. When you leave, do this, do that, do that." Sometimes they would go out of town, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna go over to swim," and they're like, "Okay." So I just I had the house to myself, and it was cool. It was fun. Um, they like they had sodas, they had snacks, they had food, so I would eat all that. And I don't think my uncle cared. He was just like, it's gonna, it's gonna go to waste, because it was just him, my aunt, and my my little cousin. So they were never really there. So it was like, eh, might as well just <laughs> eat, fuck it, and you know, watch TV, get on the computer, you know. Uh, sometimes I would stay there because I was like, ah, I'm just gonna stay here. It's fine. You know, he'd wake up and make breakfast for me, and just, he was really, he was really cool, and I really appreciate what he did. I wish he was still alive, to see, like, I guess what kind of person I grew up to be, and just, yeah, I mean, he was really cool. My aunt, uh, not so much. She was weird, too, <laughs> herself. Um, but yeah, I, I, I never really told anybody about this. Other than Stephanie, and I never mentioned in this on the podcast, but this is this is a, a sneak peek of like what I used to do. So I believe this was my senior year, and you know my brothers. Well, one of my brothers. When am I in my junior year? I know it might have been my senior year because my brother was a freshman. I don't remember what year it was, but um, you know what? Nah, I'm cool. I'll check it out later. Uh, I was gonna check what year it was, but anyways, during my time in high school when I would stay there, I uh, my my aunt and uncle liked to drink. They're big party people, you know drinking and this and that my i feel like my family on my mom's side they're alcoholics um but my uncle would have like this bottle of like vodka and it was like texas vodka or something like that and it was in the freezer and i always looked at it and i'm like hmm i was like one of these days like one of these days and they used to have like these little soda bottles like like the, the fanta or the orange kiss or whatever whatever sodas sprites or whatever so, one of these times, or several, several times, of, uh, I used to um, 
get the sodas, <laughs> drink them a little bit, and then put like the vodka in there, and then just let them sit for a little bit, and then drink it. Um, but I would do that several times, and um, one time my mom picked me up, and she was like, "Are you hungry?" And I I think I was tipsy. I was a little bit of tipsy. And she couldn't tell. I don't think she could tell. Maybe she did. Maybe she could. I don't know. But, like, I was tipsy. And she took me to, like, Chick-fil-A. And she was like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, I want this and I want that. So, um, Mom, I'm pretty sure my parents don't listen. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I used to drink vodka and soda at my, my aunt's house. And as, as a minor. As a minor. So, I drunk as a minor um, after school, which really sounds bad now. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm mentioning mentioning it, but I guess that's what you do as kids. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I used to take snacks. My aunt, uncle had, like I said, nobody was there. Nobody was there. So I'm like, well, this stuff is going to go to waste. So I might as well eat it. I don't think they really cared. Maybe they did, and they never told me. But... Yeah, so it was, I had some fun times. And then there were shitty times, too, where, like, my aunt would have, like, this code on the door where you have, like, press buttons. And um, sometimes she would change the code and not tell me. So there were several times, well, multiple, multiple times where, like, she forgot to tell me the code. And I would just be outside of the house for, like, an hour and a half waiting for my mom. And it would be hot, too. And it's like, the gate was closed, so I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't go inside. And I didn't have a key. I think the key broke off or some shit like that. And then, like, the alarm would go off. So <sighs> there was that. So there were, like, several times where my, I called my aunt. She would never answer. I called my cousin. She would never answer. And I'm like, okay, fuck you then, you know. Like, I'm like you. My aunt never fucking communicated with me and told me, "Hey, I changed the lock on the thing. I changed the code on the on the door. Here's the code. If you have any problems, call me." She never said that to me at all. My aunt was. My aunt is weird. My aunt is weird. My tia Lisa is weird. I'd, like after my uncle passed, like she just was like in a dark place and I understood I understand it was just her and my cousin like you lost your husband and you lost your your son 10 years before or not even 10 years like eight years before seven years before and it's like I know it's hard but like I don't think she ever I don't think she ever like spoke up and say like this is how I feel and this and that I don't think she never like expressed her feelings which I feel like my I wish my aunt did. Maybe we all could have understood and like been there for her. But I don't know. I feel like when my cousin passed, I think everybody kind of felt guilty. Like, oh, my nephew passed. Let me spend time with my other nephews because I don't know if this is you know same situation. So I feel like that happened for a couple of years where like my aunts would, like, invite me somewhere, like, oh, we're going to the movies, I'm going to take you to the movies, or, hey, I'm going to a baseball game, I'm going to take you, or, hey, this and that, hey, this and that, and I felt like it was just guilty, like, like guilt from them, um, and after that, my aunts really don't fucking call me or text me at all, 
don't tell me happy birthday. You don't say anything. That's why I talk shit about them on here. And I know they listen, but I, I'm pretty sure they don't. They don't fucking care. I mean, I'm a. They'll probably say the excuse, "Well, you're a grown adult. You're a grown man." You know. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you're my family. You know. You don't call me for my birthdays. You don't call me to invite me to. 4th of July, or Christmas, or Thanksgiving, or New Year's, or any birthday parties, nobody invites me, so, essentially, I, like, I had anger towards them, and I'm like, well, fuck you guys, you know, like, I feel like you don't care, like, I'm like, you're just fake, you've been fake my whole life, and, I've told my parents that, and my parents are like, no, but I'm like, this is how I feel. I'm like, this is your own sisters. Your own sisters don't come and say hi to you, you know? I don't know if they text and call my mom, but I'm like, this is your own this is your own flesh and blood, and I don't ever see them invite you anywhere. I don't even see them come and hang out with you and see how you're doing. They don't. I mean, I don't even remember the one... I don't, I don't even remember a time where my aunts have came by the house at all. It's been years. Years. Like one time when I was in a band. This must have been like five years ago, I think, when I was with Soli. Um, my little brother graduated. And um, I, I told like my family, hey, I'm doing a show at Fitzgerald's. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm like, I'm selling pre-sale tickets. So my tia Lisa was like, I'm going to buy four of them, you know. And I told her, okay, cool. She, she was supposed to go to my brother's graduation party. Tell me why she never fucking showed up. She ended up going to, like, Orlando or Miami, like, booking a flight, like, the day before. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. It's like, you told me you were going to buy tickets to my show. You were going to be here. No. None of them. None, none of my aunts ever came to any of my shows. Even though I invited them. Never came to any of my shows. Never came and supported me for shit. You know. And I think I've said this before on the podcast. But. You know. It's like. It. it it's like, dude, it's like, seriously, you'll go and support somebody else who's not even your flesh and blood, but you won't come and support your nephew. And I'm like, that's really fucking shitty. You know, and it sucks, too, because it's like my cousins treat me different. And I'm like, dude, why the fuck are y'all treating me different? What the fuck did I do to you guys? I didn't do anything to y'all. But y'all treat me like I'm like the 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 step cousin or the half cousin or whatever you want to say. I mean, even my, my tia's kids... Her two sons act like, well, we don't know who this guy is. We don't. I'm like, you, what the fuck? I don't know. That's a whole nother can of worms. I need to do like a family affairs episode where I'm just like talking shit about my family. Um, what else? What else happened? I had some other shit that happened. Yeah, so I got, I got drunk and shit like that, and used to sneak drinks and shit like that at my aunt's house. Um, and then speaking of like going into people's houses. Um, one of my friends, uh, her name was Erica. Shout out to Erica. She probably doesn't listen to this shit either. Um, she was dating this guy named Dennis, who was also a friend of mine. And this is all like happening in church. So her and Dennis, she liked Dennis a lot. Dennis liked her. Some shit happened between them. 
And I remember, like, her messaging me, like, hey, do you want to have lunch together? Because we used to do that. We used to, like, hang out. She was really cool. And um, I was like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, we can we can do that. So we go, we go to Panera Bread, I think that's where we went. And she's like, do you want to go break into Dennis's house? And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we're going to go break into Dennis's house. I was like, do I have a choice? She's like, no, not really. And I'm like, okay. So I, <laughs> I broke into somebody's house. Well, I didn't. I didn't. She knew the code, and she <laughs> opened the door, and we literally went into this man's house. Um, Dennis was living alone because his mom uh, and his sister moved back to Seattle. So he essentially didn't want to leave his life here. With his church family and everybody this and that too. So he stayed until he caved in and then moved out. Because he missed his mom and shit like that. Which I understood. Um, but yeah, he, we, I, he, we literally broke into his house. And Erica was being a toxica at that time. And like seeing what he was doing. And doing this and doing that. And I'm like, girl, we shouldn't even be here. We literally broke into somebody's house. We can go to jail for this. She did not give a fuck. And she was like, just leave everything as it was. And I'm like, well, yeah. And it sucked, too, because, like I said, Dennis was my friend. I, When I started going to church with them, um, I had, like, this real connection with this with that guy, Dennis. Um, we were really cool. We were both guitars. We were kind of shy. So we had like this, we built like this friendship together and yeah, I hung out with him several times too. He was really different. Um, but yeah, after he moved, I tried like adding him on Facebook. I tried like messaging him. He never like messaged me back. So I figured, oh, okay. So that's what these people do. <laughs> At this church, uh, which I'm gonna, I guess, I'm a fucking name drop. I don't give a fuck. It's Berean Baptist Church. It's off of West Road and 45. Uh, everybody that used to go there that I was cool with, um, everybody essentially kind of went their own ways. Everybody, somebody else started. There's literally fucking drama in that church where they literally broke up the church because the pastor didn't want to. Essentially, he could have just told us and been honest, I don't like coming here in this area. You know, he was saying that, oh, we can't reach this area because it's predominantly Hispanic. So, me not being that kind of person, I should have thought, like, oh, so you don't want to come here because you don't want to talk to these people. You know? And yeah, you can guess what race they were. Um... So there was like this whole thing. It's like we don't really want to move the church. The church had been there for like a very long time in that area. Um, they wanted to move it to like the woodlands, which was like closer to them and closer to like everybody else. And you know, it's the woodlands. There's a lot of white people up there. You know, a lot of white people with money. You know, and I'm like, what's wrong with this area? I'm like, this area is fine. You just choose not to come out and and do anything because. You don't want to talk to Hispanic people, which see that's, that's pretty racist. It's pretty racist. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't think about that when I was 18, 19 years old. Um, I guess I had something else on my mind. 
But, yeah, like, I was really cool with these people. And then when everybody kind of, like, broke up, they all went their separate ways. And I assumed, oh, I'll still keep in contact with them. Nope. They all kind of, like, dropped me. Like, oh, thank God, I'm done with this Mexican kid. Um, so, yeah, I don't really talk to anybody from that church anymore. I have no contact with any of them. Other than my buddy Zach, but I feel like he really doesn't give a shit either. <laughs> he didn't even invite me to his own wedding. And I'm like, alright, that's cool, dude. You know, so, I see it. You have your own little clique with your girlfriend and whatever. I might, probably like, this guy sounds like he's angry at that. Like, kind of spiteful. I'm not spiteful, but I'm like, dude, I'm your friend. I'm like, I thought I would have been invited. But I know why I wasn't invited. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I don't really keep in contact with any of them. Maybe one other person, but she's got her own thing going on. You know, ever since like my our friend Santiago died, everybody's just kind of like whatever. My buddy Emilio lives in Japan. He's stationed out there with his family. So, I don't really get to see him, but I do message him from time to time. Buddy Ivan lives in the valley. Uh, I don't get to talk to him that much, but I know he's living a good life, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Emilio, too. Um, yeah, but everybody else, I don't don't really talk to me. I, don't really, I try to reach out to them, but I don't, I don't ever get a response. So, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I wanted to tell you about the time where I got drunk <laughs> as a minor. Uh, sneaking drinks and sodas, and um, yeah, I just broke into somebody's house, and yeah, I've never really said that, that shit happened like 10 years ago, never really talked about that, because I completely forgot about it, um, but now that I have a podcast, I'm going to air all this dirty shit out that, I, <laughs> that, I, that I've done, so yeah, I... You always think, like, oh, I'm not, I would never do that. I'm not that kind of person. And then you do it, and you think years later, you're like, oh, shit, I did something bad. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I did some questionable shit growing up. Like, okay, so I'll tell you about this one time. I was talking to this other person whose name was Angie. She was a friend of my cousin. Um, they went to school together. I liked her. She liked me, which I don't see how she liked me, but she did. So, me and my cousin didn't have a job then. We both had graduated. So, um, my dad would leave his truck. So, we would take the truck or we would take the car. And I would go pick him up because we used to hang out like all the time. After we graduated, I would go over his house and just hang out with him. And then there was a time where I worked at the church, and they lived down the street from the church. I would go pick him up, and he would help me out with some shit. So we just hung out all the time. So his friends would be like, hey, let's let's go to the mall. So we'd go pick them up and go to the mall. And I liked her, and just any time that I got to spend time with her, you know, I did. And, of course, I was that kind of person who was like, I'll buy you this, I'll buy you that, I'll show you that I like you, and this and this and that. I I did some cringy shit. I sang a song to her over the phone, and ultimately, I think 
the reason why she didn't want to date me is because, like, she was like, oh, you have it. Because I had got mad about something. And she was like, I don't want to date somebody who has a temper like that. And I'm like, well, everybody has a temper. So get used to that. So she's not, like, talking to me. And I'm like, I don't I did a lot of questionable shit for, for women to like me. <sighs> One of these days I'll talk about it. I don't really want to talk about it now because it's just, that's a whole fucking huge can of, like, worms, man. And queso and whatever kinds of shit. And I really don't think anybody really cares, but since it's, you know, cheese man, whatever about my life, I think people would would hear that. Maybe, like, in June, I'll write it down and talk about that and shit like that. Maybe I'll do an episode about it. Anywho, um, yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. That's all kind of the pinpoints that I had, and I kind of went through them for, like, a whole, like, almost full two months. <laughs> What else? Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else I have to say. Other than I have May coming up. I have some guests. Um, I don't think I have it planned yet. Or I think I do have it planned, but... Um, I would do my unpopular opinions, but... Since I've ranted so much, I'll keep them for later. Or keep them for another episode. So, May. Uh, May's coming up. It's going to be May. And you got to put the little the little thing back. So, I have Dende, who's a local Houston uh, artist. It's got some great fucking music. I was listening to his music the other day. My God, this dude is off the charts. Off the charts. Um, and I have another guy... His name is Emmanuel J. They're doing a show on the 14th at Warehouse Live. Um, they're doing it with two, with another artist and a, a DJ, DJ Infinite. Uh, I was supposed to have those two on, but they never messaged me back. So I kind of took that as like, okay, they don't want to be a podcast, part of the podcast. That's that's cool, I guess. Whatever. So Dende and, and Emmanuel J are coming on the show. That'll be next week, uh, coming on the 7th, 14th, I got Whiskey J coming on, I'm very excited for that, uh, like I said, my podcast win, we're just going to shoot the shit and see where it goes, um, and then of course, I, uh, I am having Russell on, Russell is the guy who reached out to me, and got me in contact with Mark and the rest of the crew that was, uh, that performed last week. He has his own podcast as well. He is a concert promoter. He has his company. I guess it's his company called Flight Concerts. Um, and I'm very excited for that. The dude's a great guy. He's really awesome. You know, he's just very, very cool. I didn't even expect him to be there at the Camera Cult show. But he came up and he was like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like... Usually people don't do this. He's like, I'm here for a little bit. I'm, I'm leaving right now, but I wanted to come say hi. But I was like, hey, look, man, you've done so much. Um, I want to have him on and just talk to him and shoot the shit. So I'm going to have Russell on. And then I have a topic episode coming out at the end of May that I'm very excited about. Um, so quick little info. So Gerardo of Isimo 
did a episode talking about why they loved California and this and this and that. So I wanted to do a, re- I guess the word is rebuttal or I wanted to do my own thing. And uh, I'm going to talk about why I love Texas. So the end of the month, uh, it's going to be an episode about why I love Texas, my favorite things about Texas, why Texas is the best state out of every everybody in the United States, the best place in the whole world. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Maybe I'll get some people to chime in why they love Texas as well. So look out for that. Look out for these great people that are going to come on uh, in the month of May. June, I have an idea of who I want to have on. Uh, I'll speak more about that sometime in May. And then, of course, July is only like two episodes, so we'll see how that goes. For July, I have a, I have an idea of what I want to do. So, uh, a little spoiler. So, like, I know, like, Chris of the Kickback... Likes to have several different guests on. Um, I'm kind of thinking of doing the same thing. Even though I know some of the guys, live in, they live in California. Um, with the great power of technology. Um, I want to see if I can do like a Zoom meeting with like six, seven different dudes. Ten different people. And just like have them like just talk shit. And just have a good time and shit like that. So. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. But that's a plan that I have for July. There's only two episodes in July. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But yes, this is the end of the podcast. I really appreciate you guys if you have stayed this long listening. I know I ramble. I know I, I talk shit. I know I kind of don't really say things that are interesting to people. You know, but... For the ones that do listen and the ones that, that continue to listen through till the end, you are the true MVPs. You guys show that you care, show that you listen, and I thank you for that. Um, it means a lot to me because it's like there's days where it's like I don't want to do this. Like literally, to be honest, like I was even questioning, to, like, do I even want to do a solo episode? I just don't. I'm in the right mind to like keep doing what I wanted to do. But like I said, guys, emotionally, like I didn't even want to do this. I was just like, no, I'm going to do this. I have to do this because if I don't, it this always happens around this time where it's like, uh, I don't feel like doing this or I don't want to do that. I don't want to do an episode. So, um, but I did it because I owe you guys this and, um, it's, it's good for me to let out how I feel. And it is, like I said, this is therapeutic. So, um, again, thank you for listening. I have some new merch coming out. Um, so, I ordered some more stickers. And I ordered some more buttons. Now, the buttons are smaller now. They're not these huge, gigantic, three-inch buttons anymore. That I feel like turned off a lot of people. They're small, one-and-a-half normal size buttons so I, I made four different designs uh three of the classic ones the inside the north side logo the h-town hands with the star or the north side star and uh, the nasa one but i have a new one that's that's out is of course the brand new logo 
uh, it's you know that's the thing that that uh, my uh, I guess my wallpaper where it says inside the Northside podcast with the logo on the side and the background of downtown Houston. That is a new sticker. That's a new button design. Um, Jose made me a design as well, and uh, I'm going to implement that too in the whole merch. So once I have some money built up, I'm going to make those as well so I can have those. Um, I do have a guy that I talked to that's making me a hat. So we'll see how that works out, and I'll see if I can, how his work is, and if I want to continue to work with him, because I just threw out my logo, I told him what I wanted, if he comes through with it and I like it, we'll see if we can work together, maybe I can start making hats too, Um, or maybe he can sell hats through his website for me, who knows, um, But yeah, so that's what's new. I got some merch coming out. If you guys are interested in merch, hit me up. Uh, The prices are going to be cheaper now. now It's like I used to have the customized ones. I used to have like the glitter and the holographic stickers. Um, Now, just they're all going to be like $2. So the buttons, $2. Stickers, $2. So if you're interested in a sticker, you're interested in a button, or you want both, don't be afraid to reach out, message me. And say that you're interested. I'll, you know, send you my payment through, you know, wherever, however you want to pay, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, whatever. And uh, then I'll send them out to you through the mail. But again, thank you guys for listening. It means a lot. Um, check out the past episodes. Um, be ready for these news episodes that are coming out. We only have. May, June left, and then those two episodes in July, and then after that, we take a break. But that break will not be wasted. I'm going to be going to Los Angeles, and I'm going to be hooking up with my friends, and we're going to record some shit out there that hopefully will come out in the next season. So, again, guys, God bless. Peace. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Have a good rest of the month. I'll see you guys in May with Dende and Emmanuel J. And as I always say, God bless and peace, and I'll see you guys later.